little break in the action here at the ocean in between some uh some rain and storms the wind is a blowing blowing in the next uh the next storm it looks like what's up everybody what's up Vinny? good morning to you and thank you for the stars over the last couple weeks what's up john cassidy and eric harris and randy and all fl and rachel Good morning, Kyle Osteen and Gail and Tom Bellison and Michael Long and Mike Mead and Wayne Boo Atkins and Frank Wayne. What's going on? What's up, Shannon Johnson? I think it's allergy season, right? Got a scratchy throat, itchy eyes, the sniffles, sneezing a bit. And then, of course, you... uh, you wonder right away, is it the COVID-19? My God. But I don't know. This, these yellow, stupid, fucking dune-type flower bushes that start blooming this time of year. Blooming, yes. They start blooming in, in the fall. And I think I'm highly allergic uh, to those damn things. Believe in science, Michael? Of course I believe in science. What do you think of Trump? Here we go. I think Donald J. Trump is an idiot for doing that joyride yesterday. Yeah, I think the joyride yesterday was so fucking stupid. But if you're a Trump supporter, you're loving it. You're absolutely loving it. They think it's the greatest thing that ever happened, man. He's the president of the United States. He should be taking this whole thing seriously. He should be in the hospital. If he wants to make videos from his hospital... Uh, bed or suite or whatever the hell he's doing that's more than fine but now they're saying that the secret service people that were in the car with him they have to now quarantine for 14 days because he needed to stroke his ego yesterday he's an idiot he's a fucking idiot and i say that because i'm a human being not because i'm a libtard or because i'm a lib or a dem or a snowflake I say that because I'm a human being. He's an he's an idiot. And I was thinking as I was uh, d- d- uh, taking a morning duty about the Trump thing, I'm thinking to myself, if some of my other heroes, uh, wow, other heroes, that means I think Trump's a, a hero. Is that how how that goes? I don't th- I don't think uh, Trump's a hero. Uh, he entertains the hell out of me, and certainly yesterday was entertaining, but then you're like, oh, that's right, he's the president of the United States of America. Maybe he should be setting a better example than this. This is really stupid. But if, like, Chris Farley did it back in the day, or John Belushi, uh, excuse me, John Belushi, uh, Kurt Cobain, then I would be all in, like, holy fuck, that's what a rock star does, hell yeah. But not the president of the United States of America. And that doesn't mean I'm on the Biden train and all that horse shit. It's embarrassing. There you go. Yeah, what do you guys think? Why put the pressure on me? What do you guys think of that little joyride, that publicity stunt yesterday? Goodbye, Opie. After 30-something years, hope the Trump, look at this loser, Hope the Trump bashing works out for you. Gary Stark is triggered. And he's gonna he's gonna leave me after 30 years because he can't take the Trump abuse. Bye Gary! Bye Gary! Bye Gary! (laughs) It's a stupid politician. 
Thank you for the stars, Becky. Goodbye, Gary, you loser. <laughs> oh, my, over a politician? That means you were never a fan of mine, you loser. Over the years, we beat the shit out of everybody. It didn't matter who it was. So that proves right there you weren't a fan, you fucking loser. And I, I got people that are huge Trump supporters that are listening to this podcast right now. I got friends that are huge Trump supporters, but they don't go, you know, after our 20-year friendship, you just said too much about Trump, so I got to end our friendship. (laughs) Oh, my God, that is not real. It's absolutely not real. It's not based on the fact that you were actually a fan of anything I did over the years. Because we would piss off the... The, uh, the hardcore fans all the time, but they understood what we were about. I mean, you have Trump that is uh, dealing with COVID-19. He's on that heavy-duty steroid. Rumor has it it could be in his fucking lungs. And this motherfucker had to jump in a stupid car putting uh, people's uh, lives at risk to stroke his stupid ego. That's the reality of what happened over the weekend, you idiot. It's all about him. It's always been all about him. He don't give two fucks about you, whoever that guy was, because I already forgot his name. What's up, Anthony DeFrank? Thanks for the stars. Uh, Let's see. Let's go with, uh, look, let's go um, Michael Garino. Hope you are right. I support most of Trump's policies, but the joy, excuse me, the joy ride wasn't needed. Of course it wasn't. And thank you for your honesty. Because nowadays it's all or nothing. You got to support every single thing your guy does. That was just plain stupid. And that guy, (laughs) that guy, 30 30 years? You're going to give up 30 years of liking what I do because I'm bashing Trump over a joyride as he's fighting the, the coronavirus? Oh, my God. Thank you for the laugh this morning. Thank you very much. Uh, Michael Cruz. Yes, sir. LOL. He hates us. Of course he does. I don't know if he hates us. Yeah, He doesn't think about us. He loves the power of being the president of the United States of America. Trump is a better choice, but compared to what? Brandon Hollinger. I don't know. Sometimes I do think uh, Trump's uh, the better choice out of the two. Sometimes I absolutely think that. And that's pretty crazy to think. I don't think Biden's that much better. I think Biden just babbles talking points every single day. He doesn't have that spark that makes you a great leader. That little something-something. He doesn't really have that. He, he he talks like a politician that's been doing this for almost 50 years. Hot take. Oh, thank you, Matthew Pond. <laughs> How about them bills is right. Oh, God. At least I've admitted over the years that I, I'm a Bills fan from my time in western New York. And, man, I'm, I'm, I'm all about the Bills Mafia this year. Josh Allen. God, you guys got a fucking quarterback. Fuck you guys. <sighs> Guy with a very, very hard name. Uh, cheers from Iceland. I'm sorry you guys have to deal with Trump. Oof. <laughs> you know what? He's made it a lot of fun. 
He's made it a lot of fun. But then you got to like, then you got to wake up and go, oh, that's right. He's the president. This is all fun. But oh, yeah, he's also our president. But I don't know. I mean, is he really running things? Who really runs this country? Trump's not running this country. Biden's not going to run this country if he's the president. It's corporate America, man. They're the real owners of this country. Of course they are. Bill's fan, Michael Long says, as a friend for one podcast, our relationship is history, Ope. <laughs> there, exactly. Exactly. But it, it, you're just you're just rooting for your 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 uh, your team. That's it with politics. You can't possibly believe at this point that these guys are going to make your life better. Oh my god! All fun and games until over two hundred thousand uh, people. Hold on, two hundred thousand people are dead because you didn't want to do your job. Well, now it's up to two hundred ten thousand people. The death number is is going back up. We're going to be hitting a, a thousand Americans uh, dead every single day uh, from the coronavirus, and then Trump says that he d- did a great, great dr- job, better than anybody else in in the entire fucking universe. And then Trump supporters uh, lap that shit up and believe it, instead of questioning that. Why wouldn't you question that? They're already starting to shut things down in New York City, just like I said they would, because nothing has changed. They're starting to shut down businesses and uh, and some schools in some of the areas of uh, New York City. And it's only going to get worse from there. So, What do you guys think of the Trumpster? What do you think about his joyride? Let's go. I put my ass out there. I lost a fan over it. What do you think? Uh, Cuomolini is scrambling because New York City numbers are going up, says Lou uh, DiPaolo. Yeah, he's scrambling. New York City's going to get ugly again. I mean, uh, the last time I went to New York City to pick up bills and check on our apartment that's just sitting there rotting, uh, you know, my building said, yeah, everyone's starting to come back. And they're kind of, they're, they're looking at it like the thing's done. It's done. You know, we sacrificed. We left the city. Now it's fall. We got to get back. We got to get our kids back into school. And we got to start living our lives. And I understand the... Uh, you have to live your your life. I completely understand that. But how about you live your life? I don't know. And wear a mask. Duck. <laughs> Can you please wear a mask and then you have to duck really quickly or you'll get hit with a shoe or something for suggesting uh, wearing a mask. I swear America is mentally ill. Severely mentally ill. Trump should have drove himself. That would have been hilarious. I think I would have been on board with that. I think Trump uh, in the back seat, putting the the guys in the front seat at risk because he absolutely has the the COVID nineteen. I think uh, I think you're looking at a person that doesn't really give a shit about anybody but himself. And uh, I think uh, you're looking at a person that's like, oh my god, I I need to feel that. That love and that support. My ego is itching. It's itching really bad. What can I do to feed the goddamn ego? And then everyone had to just go with it. Because, you know, in the end, he's the president of the United States. So if he says, look, get the car. <laughs> if, if he says, get the car, you don't want to be the person that says that's not a good idea. Because guess what? There goes your job. So know what you do? You go and get the car. 
because you're all about your career and maybe you got a little uh, a little taste of the ego that needs a, a bit of itching from time to time. Uh, oh my God, this is the Iceland guy. I wish I could pronounce your name. B-J-A-R-N-I and then a middle name F-R-E-Y-R. And then the last name with the with the double dots over the O, forget it. But he says, is it true you only paid $750 in taxes this year? My phone bill is twice that a month. <laughs> don't, don't bring up his taxes. I might lose another 30-year fan. Because most people think it's quite okay that he only paid $750. Which means the rest of us are complete and utter fools, by the way. But they support the fact that he's supposedly a billionaire because he told everyone he's a billionaire and he only paid $750. Everyone that supports Trump thinks that's A-OK. Which I think makes us all fools. Um, Yeah, Trump... uh, Please, Michael Long. Trump paid $750 for that joyride. Please. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine how much that cost. And, and and we pay for that shit, right? We pay for the joy rides. Yeah, and there are people that don't think he even has the COVID, man. You know, Joy Reid on MSNBC, she's suspicious because she got, she got a lot of text messages from people. They're suspicious that he doesn't even have the COVID. Ugh. See, there you go. There's a shot. There's a shot of Joy Reid on MSNBC. So wake up and pay attention. If you choose to listen closely, you'll hear a lot of shots across the board. Of course he got uh, the coronavirus. Look at all the people that uh, tested positive that was at that um, Rose Garden event. The mask should have never been political. We, we have discussed that. But they're taking away your rights, man. Are they? What, 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 what do you have the freedom to do in America, for real? If you really start thinking about it, you don't have many many freedoms left. You know, I got this. Uh, I got this. You know, it's just an okay house way out east on Long Island. I would really love to maybe do a couple things to it. Oh, you know, and I own the house, right? Oh, that's right. You have to go through all this stuff, and then they'll decide if you have the freedom to make your house better. Just one quick dumb example, and I know. It's dumb but it was off the top of my head my my fingers are cold and i got allergies uh what's up shannon johnson i'm gonna read your comment cold how about that i'm a trump support i shannon you're a trump supporter this is what i'm talking about because shannon supports me look if biden becomes president i'm gonna go all in absolutely i don't believe in joe biden he had 47 years to try to become uh, president. I think he's way too fucking old. Yes, that's ageism. And I think ageism is okay at times. Especially when we're talking about a 78-year-old. If you were like, you know, Joe Biden's 64. I think he's too old to be president. Maybe you got the argument for ageism. But when you're 78, I think it's more than fine to talk about uh, someone being too old. You still see a few idiots not wearing a mask, uh, Jack Wright says. Well, you know, it's their right, I guess. But it pisses me off because them not wearing a mask puts our health at risk. You know? We're trying to, like, protect each other. And if you do wear a mask, fucking own that mask. Own that shit. 
And don't let anyone tell you that you look stupid or what are you scared or that's a sign of weakness. You own that shit. Let me tell you a little story about someone that owned their shit. A little basketball player named Rick Barry. Who the fuck is Rick Barry, Ope? How old are you? Rick Barry was a great basketball player. And he was known for his um, his foul shooting. Rick Barry, uh, his foul shooting percentage, I don't have the stats in front of me, but was way higher than anyone that has ever played in the NBA. Way higher. We're talking something like 90%. I think one season he only uh, missed 9 or 10 fucking free throws. This is what I mean by owning your shit. The reason Rick Barry was so damn good at free throw shooting was because he shot the ball underhand and looked like a fucking fool. Back in the day, some people would have called him a fairy, if you want to know the truth. He looked ridiculous, but he didn't give a fuck. And he led the league every single year in foul shooting, uh, something like 90-something percent. Like I said, one season, only missing nine or ten fucking free throws, right? And he was like, I don't give a fuck what any of you guys think as I shoot the ball like this. Because this is the way you should be shooting uh, uh, free throws. And he owned his shit. And guess what? There are so many basketball players out there that are terrible from the line. And they know they would have a much better percentage if they would just do the underhand shot. But they don't want to do it because they're scared of what other people would think. Own your shit. And go, that's right, I'm wearing a mask. And if you think I'm weak, go fuck yourself. Because I'm protecting myself and my family. That's right, I'm drinking a bikini teeny. And I'm loving the hell out of this. What's it to you? As you drink a man's beer because you have to look like a man. Own your shit. Rick Barry knew how to own his shit. He's like, fuck you guys. Yeah, you can whisper all those dumb names behind my back, but guess what? I'm gonna I'm gonna lead the league in free throw shooting once again. As you're trying to look cool from the line. Looking cool is not always the thing, my friends. That's what I mean by that. So don't worry about the dumb mask thing. You put that fucking thing on if you believe in it, and you own it. And fuck everyone else that sits there and points at you and talks behind your stupid back. Don't be a pussy is what we used to say in the day. What's up, Jack Wright? He must have been white. <laughs> Shannon Johnson, there you go. I like Shannon Johnson. She comes up with a lot of stuff. Or is it a guy? Shannon could be a girl's name or a boy's name. I don't even know if you're a girl or a boy. But that's very funny. He must have been white. Yeah, you're obviously uh, too young to know. But Rick Barry was white. I probably should have mentioned that. Because, look, you know, I know it's all about Black Lives Matter and all that. But you're 100% right. There is not a black guy in the NBA that would be caught dead doing the under uh, underhand uh, free throws. Although... Although, Shaq definitely tried. And he said, fuck this shit. And I guarantee it was because he saw someone kind of laughing at him. And he went, you know what? I'd rather shoot 12% from the foul line than do that underhand shit. Ryan West, sorry I'm late. Did I miss the snacks? I could use a little snack. What are we, what are we eating? My wife uh, brought home some of those. Oh, boy, I don't know how to say it. The Malomar cookies is that how you say those damn things they're delicious 
I don't know why you would have such a like a tough name for that cookie because they're they could be the best cookie on planet Earth, and you're like, can I have a Malamar? I think it is. But that's the snack I would grab right now. That and a cup of coffee. I can't fi- I can't feel my fingertips, and I'm already a stammering fool. So to be out in the cold like this, trying to do this is 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 not is not good for the kid. I have to do everything possible to get this uh, this uh, mouth not to be lazy when I'm broadcasting. And then now, like, I can't feel my fingertips. My lips are a little numb. So my words are going to come out a little mushy. A little more mushy than uh, usual. Malamars in season out. Tommy Chesh. This is a season for Malamars? Oh. <laughs> Jack. Wait, I got to go back. I guarantee this is a longtime fan that's not saying goodbye because because uh, I went after Trump's dumb joyride. Jack Wright writes, uh, "What? No Intamins? Back in the day, we tried to pronounce Intamins. Uh, I don't know. They they have an extra N or an M or something stupid in their name. So when you ask for an Intamins, you, you get panicky and, and it comes out like, "Hey, uh, I I want. Uh, oh, you want crumb cake? All right, I think we're gonna go to the store and get some Intamins." I'm going to go get some incidents. <laughs> Although their um, their coffee cake, best on planet Earth. And don't even start with me. I've tried every fucking crumb cake from, uh, well, I think I even squeezed like northern, um, northern Vermont all the way down to Florida on the East Coast. And I've never had a better crumb cake than the incidents uh, crumb cake. And don't get fancy with the fucking extra crumbs and all the garbage and the drizzle no traditional classic intimins crumb cake i don't think there's anything better with a cup of coffee okay your lips move but i can't hear what you say isn't it saying mary smith hear what you say i just was talking about pink floyd the other day that band always creeped me the fuck out especially when i was growing up I'm like, this band is really dark. I never really liked uh, Pink Floyd. I, I guess I made believe I, I liked uh, Pink Floyd like everybody else. And certainly a song like Comfortably uh, Numb is amazing. And there's a couple others in there. But their, their stuff was so dark and so fucking creepy, man. Every time that I had to play them on the radio back in the day, I would turn down the volume in the studio. I'm like, all right, let's get this Pink Floyd out of the way. Let's get back into some Zeppelin or some... I don't know, Rolling Stones from the 70s. Oh, someone, th- speaking of the Stones, okay. If you haven't figured it out, these live streams go all over the place. Uh, and it's based basically on uh, what you guys are saying and then stupid stuff that pops in my brain. But someone wanted me to tell the Rolling Stones story from my time working radio in Buffalo. Buffalo, New York. I was working at a station called The Fox. If your rock station wasn't called the home of rock and roll, you had to you had to have like a like a radio station mascot, and in our case, it was the Fox up there in Buffalo, and I was just kind of a plebe. I just uh, finished my time at WCMF, the home of rock and roll in Rochester, where I learned everything I know or a lot of what I know in radio from Brother Wheeze. Then I went off to Buffalo to do my own uh, thing. I was doing overnights. And I was doing uh, the weekends as well. So if you were the overnight guy, no one no one was listening to you Monday through Friday. Oh, my God. My shift started at midnight and it ended at 6. Who the fuck is up? Although I had a nice little audience. 
But then on the weekends, they gave you the prime shift. So you were working like right in the afternoon when everyone's driving around, going to all sorts of things, right? The malls and whatnot. So I'm on the radio and we had this, uh, we had this programming thing called Pick Your Stones. You know, it's kind of cute. Like it was a little play on, you know, pick your nose, I guess. And basically, uh, the listeners were allowed to pick any Rolling Stones song they wanted to hear. And unlike most um, stations in America, when they have um, have programming like that, like Pick Your Stones, it's all bullshit and it's a list. And then, like, if you uh, picked Gimme Shelter, you know, the DJ, all they had to say was, this goes out to Hank Gustafsson. Oh, my God, why did I pick your name uh, for this bit, Hank? On the comments, but uh, uh, you know, give me shelter goes out to Hank on your pick your stones weekend, and then the song would start blah blah blah. But up there in Buffalo with the pick your stones weekend, the DJs were absolutely allowed to play whatever stone song they wanted. That's why that station was so fucking cool back in the day. They broke a lot of the rules, and uh, this guy set me up so bad. So I, I should also mention that there was a car show going on in Buffalo that we were a big sponsor of. So the radio station was cranked through whatever convention center they were having the car show up there in Buffalo. And I was being heard in, in prime time at the convention. So a lot of people were hearing my voice. And this guy, uh, this guy uh, calls up and he goes, Hey, yo, can you play uh, Star by the Rolling Stones on, uh, you know, Pick Your Stones Weekend? And I went, fuck yeah, man. And and I, I recorded all the phone calls because that was part of the deal. So I'm like, oh, I, I'm like, hell yeah, that's a great Rolling Stones song. I'm here to tell you as I uh, as I talk to you that I never heard the song Star by the Rolling Stones. It's a very obscure deep track. And so I, I played the recorded phone call. And I started the Rolling Stones Star. And then I turned down the volume in the studio because I was flirting with girls on the phone lines. Because that was the other thing. When you're young and you're on the radio, my God, these uh, these uh, these girls would call the radio station because they, they heard your voice and they thought you were the hottest thing ever. They thought, I think he might look like Brad Pitt. I think he might look like Brad Pitt. And, you know, I fell for it. So I start the star by the Rolling Stones. I turned down the... Um, the, the monitor in the studio and then I go back to flirting with this girl and all of a sudden the hotline is just buzzing it's a big red light that goes on like eh, eh, eh. and they try not to um, hit the hotline unless you have a DJ on location that's calling in for a phoner who's called or the program director wants to make a change or or the DJ's really fucking up in this case, the DJ was really fucking up. And it's Mike Benson. Uh, God rest his soul, by the way. He was a great, great guy. Another guy I learned a lot about radio from, by the way. Mike Benson was a legend up there in uh, the Buffalo area. Mike Benson's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, turn up the monitor. Because he knows. He's in radio. I turn up the monitor to hear... Star, fuck a star, fuck a star, fuck a star, fuck a star, 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 fuck a star, fuck a star. The word fuck in this song, I don't know. I, someone could do the, you know, do the math and, uh, and, and Google it. But the word fuck is in this song so many times. And this was FCC radio. A lot of people are like, what's the big deal? Because now we're in the satellite radio world and we all pick our own music. But back then, broadcast radio playing a song that has the word fuck in it no bueno and i i panicked because i was new in the business only a few years in 
Mike's like, what do you... So I, I yanked the song and I had put on, like, Start Me Up or something, you know, and, and, and I just was hoping that everyone for, would forget that. But Mike Benson told me later that they, they had uh, the speakers on the van at the car show cranking me and it was going through the whole place, star, fuck a star, fuck a star, fuck a star. And everyone's looking at Mike Benson and, and everyone else that was working for the radio station like, what is going on? I'm here to say, thank God, Pete Coughlin, who was my general manager. Uh, the next call I got was, I want to see you in the office Monday morning at 9. I'm like, God damn, that's my job. Fuck. That's my job. And then I had to sweat it out. I think um, I think it happened on a Saturday, so I had to wait all Sunday. And then early Monday, I walk in, fully expecting to be fired because this was a huge no-no back in the day. But I'm here to say that Pete Coughlin was cool. He understood that it was uh, a basic rookie mistake. He basically said, look, if we don't get any complaints from the FCC, then I, I will not fire you. I'm not firing you today. But if we do get a complaint and we get uh, a fine, then we're going to have to revisit this. So then I had to sweat it out for a few months after that, seeing if there were any Karens out there. I want to make a complaint. I was listening to your Pick a Stones Weekend, and the DJ had a song where the word fuck was on more than a hundred times. What are you going to do about this? Yuck. Funny part about that, when those people complain, you just offer them uh, concert tickets or something, and they're like, oh, okay. Now it's not a problem anymore. <laughs> Jesus. Ah. Oh boy, did I, uh, Brandon Hollinger. Uh, young Obster taking uh, ass eating. Oh boy, did I. Dave Giramont. I'm eating some of my five dozens of cider donuts this morning from being forced to go stupid apple picking yesterday. <laughs> Dave, I'm so sorry. Were you on your hands and knees trying to find the good ones because everyone picked the the apples out of the trees. Although I learned something from you guys when I, I brought this up a couple live streams ago. I always wondered why all the apples were on the goddamn ground, right? And, uh, oh, oh, Carol, I'll answer your question in a second. And then one of you guys said the reason why all the apples are on the ground is because people, the farmers I call them, people that uh, don't really live in rural uh, areas, they shake the tree to get their money's worth of apples and then they fall to the ground and they pick up the good apples. That's why they're all on the goddamn ground. So if you're if you go into apple picking a little too late, you're like everybody else on hands and knees crawling around trying to find decent apples. And half the time you're picking up apples that are bruised because they fell off the tree and half of them are rotting and half of them are not. And hold on a minute. I'm trying to broadcast. God, these people. No consideration for your fellow broadcaster. Hey! Hey! A street cleaner, really? Twenty people live out here. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, you got to crawl around on your hands and knees to try to find, you know, decent apples so you get your money's worth. Oh my God, it's freezing out here, Carol. I got to go back to Carol. So Carol goes, when you were doing overnights, did you ever fall asleep? So, I, uh, I, I kind of liked being a music jock, but after the first couple of years, I was like, this is really boring. And I had a uh, I had a PD. I'm not going to say where, but I knew he was having an affair with someone that worked at the radio station, a lower level woman. 
and he was the program director. He was a big fucking deal. And he knew that I knew that he was having an affair. And when you're a music jock, you try to talk as much as you can in between the music. But a lot of program directors will shut you down. And this is, this is probably why, uh, well, this certainly helped me become a, a talk show host. Because I'm like, this music jock thing is just kind of stupid. Who's going to buy into this, you know? I think I could do a lot more with this, but I need to talk more. And so I started talking more, and I would have these air check uh, sessions with this guy. And he knew that he was having, he knew I knew he was having an affair, excuse me. So I would sit down, and, and we'd start playing my show from the night before. And he would notice that instead of talking for 30 seconds, 40 seconds, he's like, holy shit, you just talked for, th-. he would look at me, holy shit, you just talked for three or four minutes right there. And I, I looked him right in the eye, and I said, I sure did. What are you going to do about it? That's what I was thinking in my head, obviously, you know, because I was still a, a a very new person in this business. He would look at me like, you're doing such a great job. Keep it up. And it was more about what I knew about him. <laughs> That's a true story. So my overnight show in Buffalo became um, me talking a lot, a lot. And he just let me do it. He also thought, you know, I was on to something, to be fair. To be fair to myself. But it didn't hurt that I knew that he was having an affair. So anyway, but there were also days, because I was young, that I was partying like everybody else. And, you know, my shift started at midnight. And I'm like, holy fuck, I am tired, man. I don't want to do this. So I would do the first hour or two, maybe 12 to 2 a.m. And at 2 a.m., I'm like, it's dead, middle of the night. No one's listening anymore. And any material I kind of want to do in between the records, I already did. So there was this guy that was working the AM station at the same time. He did overnights at the AM. And all he had to do was literally push buttons. He was not allowed to talk. And it was really boring to him because I think I think he had to push a button for commercials every half hour or something. The, the news came from somewhere else. So I befriended this guy. I'm like, oh, my God. And he wanted to be on the FM side, right? So I'm like, I forgot his name. And, man, I, I should have never forgotten this guy's name. So I go, dude. You want? I know you want to be on the FM side, and I know you, you know, you want to, you want, you want to run this board and stuff, and and seg all the great music we're playing and stuff. Let's make a deal. I'll let you do that. He's like, what? I go, yeah, from two a.m. to five a.m. Because at five a.m. the morning people start coming in for their morning show. So I had to be back in my position. I go, how about this? I would pre-record all my breaks and I would label them on a piece of paper. I'm like, okay, after this, this Stone song, let's say, you got to play this. And here's the time cue. It starts with, you know, that was the Rolling Stones on the Fox, blah, blah, blah. And here's your out cue. And he's like, all right, cool. All right. So I would record all my breaks from 2 to 5 a.m. He would get to play the music because it was on a playlist. And then he would put the commercials in. So he was basically running my my little music show in the middle of the night. And I went to the back and I slept like a baby for three hours from 2 to 5 a.m. So I could live my life because doing overnights is a nightmare. And I got away with that for a really long time. And he didn't care because he, he, it made his night way more exciting that he was running the big FM station. And I'm in the back just snoozing as he's playing pre-recorded uh, breaks for me that I recorded earlier uh, before it was time to go uh, nappy. And then, uh, why it was important to me, then by 5 a.m., I wasn't as tired anymore, and I was able to work with the Bear Man on his morning show in Buffalo. 
And he's another guy that, uh, you know, has left us, unfortunately. And he was another great guy that uh, took me under his wing and really allowed me to shine during his, uh, his morning show. So, oh, the Iceland guy, B-J-A-R-I-N-I, says brilliant. I wish I could do the Iceland uh, accent. Thank you, sir. That's awesome, Tim McConnell said. says. Yeah, being in your mid-20s doing overnights, uh, I couldn't get into a... a a legit schedule when you're a little older and you have more responsibility sure but you're you're in your mid-20s and your your job is from 12 to 6 a.m and then to help out the morning show a little bit so a lot of days i wouldn't even crash until 9 a.m and then i would sleep all day and then do my shift but i wanted to live my life so i'm like okay if i could get naps in a few days a week from two to five that'll really really help because you know i was partying like anyone else in their 20s and trying to get laid and all that horse shit so but it allowed me to be a little fresher so I could kind of, you know, shine on the morning show from time to time with characters and other stuff that uh, the bear man had me doing back in the day. Very clever, Benjamin Tucker says. Thank you. All right. Um, guys, thank you so much. I am really, really cold. It's freezing out here, but I wanted to keep this going. And, uh, and that's it. Uh, I want to say hi to Blue Chew, bluechew.com for your penis. It makes it nice and nice and turgid. Uh, and you can try it for free, bluechew.com. Use the promo code O-P- O-P-I-E. I'll keep the stream going, buddy. Absolutely. I want to see how long I can do it outside here at the ocean because I think we're going to be here for another month or so. And then, of course, you know, we got the duct tape on the window. So we could do that. We could do it that way as well. You have a great day, Scott. Uh, wow, that's my mouth. I told you. How the fuck did you ever trick PDs to hire you, you stammering mess? Uh, thank you, Scott uh, Arsenal. See, I know your name, but I just stumbled through it. The wheels are falling off at the end of this goddamn podcast, but I will see you guys tomorrow.